Greetings, listeners, and welcome back to Cool Game Sync. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Nick, I'm. How do? How does this podcast? Oh my hmm. gosh. How does it work again? You know, I I was worried that I would forget, but now that I'm here, like looking down the the barrel of a loaded Cool Games Inc., I feel very ready. I feel very refreshed. You, you maybe noticed in the last episode that we were kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel oh, in terms yeah. of. Do you mean the one where we just read porn spam for yeah. about uh, fifteen minutes? Thank you to all of the uh, the listeners and this and also the porn spam bots who sent in your suggestions. They were super instrumental in helping us do four episodes at once. Which I think, if we can avoid it. I don't know. Yeah, never again. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. I, I mean, I'm happy. This is a joyous reunion between Nick and me and this podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, I am going on paternity leave in, in like a month <laughs> and a half. So we're just going to so do it again. We're going to, I mean, we're going to have to figure something out. It might be, maybe, maybe Cool Games Jr. is the, the solution. I mean, it worked. Nobody, nobody complained. Yeah, I like, mean, nobody seemed to really complain, but you know what? Nobody else, uh, nobody also seemed to celebrate the format. The, the new, shorter, <laughs> shittier format. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's you know, worth, it's, I think the, the reaction we were hoping to get was a, it's better than nothing, and that's exactly how... That's more or less what we landed on. Yeah. Nick, I was wondering, um, and I was hoping that you might have sort of just sort of a fungible financial, uh, like, Q2 wrap up for me, Q2 mm-hmm. part for Q2 and then Q1 of Q3. Uh, just wondering if you could like if you put together a presentation on all of our junior yeah, apps, yeah. just how we did fungibly and financially. So obviously there. we were coming into Q4 uh, off the tail end of a very exciting Q3 where we did explore a new format. Mm. Uh, and did we do any games in any of those episodes? Or the was it- problem is I don't know that we did, mm-hmm. but we did come up with a sort of in-app purchase for the podcast yes um because i think uh, you, you got the first like 14 minutes for free right but then if you wanted the good stuff where we didn't just read porn bots i think i called them porn with an m m we didn't read parmesan bots for <laughs> um if you wanted that then it's an extra buck 99 and then, let me just check the the sell through zero nobody no uh sell. nobody yeah. bought into the higher tier nobody helped us to monetize it which is frustrating do you think maybe we were giving them too much like maybe we just give them the first 10 seconds of the podcast and then we charge for the last 50 minutes and 50 seconds yeah that's good and then we can make that 10 seconds like a really fucking good video game joke right mm-hmm. um and then right after that's just parm bots non-stop can you give me just an example of what one of those really good video game jokes might be and if you could tie it to one of this week's really i know gears of war is coming out today that's a big one so if you could do some sort of good gears of war joke for Sure, so it'd be like, Gears of War 4, I haven't seen this many uh, gruff daddies since, and then the ju- and then the punchline. It cuts off. A little yeah, th- there, it cuts off, as if to say, boy, I bet there's a really good gruff daddies punchline at the mm-hmm. end of that. And the cool thing um, is we have plenty of time to develop that uh, going into this, this, this new month of your absence. Very exciting. I got the sense that maybe our listeners were a little pent up after a month of us not really having a outlet for their for their submissions because oh my goodness they just they really let us have oh my god it was a deluge it was a real blast yeah um i don't know i was i was devastated by it like like 1500 submissions nick please god i'm praying to you we have to figure out a better way to get these submissions in because Twitter is now it, Twitter. You, when we do cool games, and thank you all for your submissions, the podcast wouldn't be the same without you. It, it nukes Twitter from orbit. Yeah. And the land is uninhabitable for two fucking days. Tweetbot cannot handle it. You can see if you look closely at the edges of Twitter, when we put out the call, you can kind of see it straining 
against it the groans. load. It groans like the Titanic mm-hmm. taken on water. <laughs> um, should we just get right into the shit? Because I think yeah. we're going to... The first few are going to be bad. They're going to... Because we're very rusty. You mean not the submissions, but but our, our goofs are going to be bad. Well, maybe the submissions too, because like they haven't done it for a month either. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, I think I think I, a few people kind of talked about maybe they were hoarding them, mm. like a game game idea dragon, and then they were just they really dumped it on us all at once. Well, how about this one from Bleeding? Ah, there's going to be a lot of spooky Halloween names, and Uh-oh. I love it. It's so fun. It's gonna. I, I guess we never because we've never done an October Cool Games Inc. before. There's a whole. I guess we haven't. One element of us using Twitter means we get to do these these fun fun names. Uh, that's Fontiago <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, says. Great British Bake Off. And there's asterisks around bake to let you know it's a weed thing. It's a weed thing. Uh, Mary Berry judges your strain. Yes. Well, uh, unfortunately, okay. This would have to be a different thing because Mary Berry's leaving the show, unfortunately. I think everybody's leaving the show. Who's going to eat these goodies? Yeah, those two. Who's going to eat these British goodies? Those two host ladies are leaving too, right? Two host ladies are leaving. I guess it's just going to be Paul Hollywood holding it down in the fucking set. I don't really care for him. I kind of like him because he's like... He's looking at you and he's like, does he like my scones? Does he want to fuck? Like, what is this? It's hard to tell. It's hard to read him. There's a little, there's a fuck subtext in every gesture and every word out of his mouth. But I, I mean, there's, I guess, there's fuck subtext in his name, which is Paul Hollywood. Right. It's a very, very porny name. Um, I, so Mary, Mary is judging what you've grown. Cause I, 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 I think, think she smokes it like a cigarette mm-hmm. and she's like, mm, this is a very heady high. Oh, this is a heady high, oh, love. It's a bit of a body, a bit of a, a body. Bit of a bo- buzz. I'm getting I'm a getting... bit of a body buzz. Oh. I'm f- I'm just feeling very silly right now. <laughs> Mary Berry High. If that's uh, that should be her next show. It's just Mary Berry High, and it's a, Mary it's Berry a high school I'm... where all the students are Mary Berry and they all smoke weed. It's called Mary Berry High. Fucking fucking Vice Motherboard has a checklist of people they want to get high on a video on it, <laughs> and Mary Berry is like. The ace of spades, like the top, the absolute must have like Emmy bait. If we can get, if we can get, get very, uh, very high, we get an Emmy. (laughs) We get the Emmy for internet usage. So let's think about, cause, cause I think the, the structure of, of Great British Bake Off, which if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix, go watch it. It's very, 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 very good. It's an extremely good show. Um, one of the, one of the really interesting things about that structure is that, uh, at one point they, they'll make something and they know what they're getting into. And then for another challenge, they'll be given a recipe kind of unexpectedly. Um, but the recipe is bad. It's like make a cookie. Fuck. What? (laughs) I don't know what that means. Um, now, how does how do we transcribe this format to be more weed based? I guess. Well, this is, and this is unfortunate, Nick, is that I don't know anything about weed or weed culture or the growth, the cultivation uh, or any just anything. I imagine it works like most plants where you plant it and water it, but I do know that when they do a drug bust, and you mm. know I love to look at photos of drug busts, it's like they've got the fucking, like, they've got the bridge from Star Trek The Next Generation set up in there, and each machine is doing a discreet thing to make the icky stick. To make the weed happen. Right. So, like, I don't know. Maybe Mary Berry has to visit, like, your hydro lab and just be like, hmm. These, this is this is going to be a very uh, dank ponic. I'm not opposed to that. Like the idea of a, a Mary Berry show where she is kind of touring. She, mm-hmm. A camera crew follows Mary Berry as he visit. She visits the different hydro hydroponic. So Maybe. this it's like it's like diners drive dives starring Guy Fieri. 
Mm-hmm. Um, only it's but it's, this time Mer- it's Mary Betty, Mary Betty, <laughs> and Mary Betty just drives around in a like sick ass caddy, and she swoops into people's drug labs and is like, mm, "Dank." Now, is this a video game? No. Is it a television show? I desperately want to see. Yes. Will I, I finance a television show? Yes, I will. I will. If she goes full, uh, God, who is the dude from To Catch a Predator? Oh, no one knows. Homeboy went on Kickstarter though to fund oh, his. Oh, did he? Yeah, he he did a uh, To Catch a Predator too. It, it's got like a slightly different name, I guess. Um, That's probably not allowed, right? Well. I mean, trying to catch a predator is is allowed, but just oh, call, for making sure, the for shame, sure, for sure. just taking the segment on the show you used to be on is maybe questionable. And uh, like chase your chase your bliss, dude. Like I'm glad that um you just you just really are so into catching predators. It's that the you only thing he of, likes. That you're committing sort of intellectual property theft, I guess, a little bit. Well, he's a vigilante at this point. Sure. Hey, I think can with- we cut it? Can we cut it out with the fucking IP theft Kickstarter shit? I got so psyched because Charlie Hall, uh, Polygon's like resident big board game enthusiast, and I'll rap with him about board game stuff I'm excited about from time to time. He's like, dude, Hero Quest 25th anniversary. I was like, fuck yeah, Milton Bradley's bringing it back, Hero Quest. And I got so psyched, and I was looking at some of the art, and I was like, yes, I can't wait to play this. Oh no, it's just some guy on it's Kickstarter. This, now I'm going to make it. You're not going to fuck. This is Zelda Maker on Kickstarter. It. I won't because you can't because it won't. Yeah, it's not allowed. That's not, it's the, that's not how the rules five. Work. I'm making a new Shinmu 3, doing it myself. They actually did a Kickstarter for Shinmu 3. <laughs> you can't do your own one of those. This one's going to be better, though. This is my Shenmue 3 Kickstarter. Um, how about another submission? Uh, this is a, this one is a f- image submission from Nibla on Twitter. Uh, and it's just a, it's just an image of a of a kind of a model looking boy wearing a yellow T-shirt. Now tell me uh, what a model boy looks like. He's just think of a, imagine just a model boy. Well, he's more of a model man. He's got a, just a little jawline, a little stubble going, uh, and uh, his shirt says, "Sorry, ladies, it's Easter egg time." <laughs> 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 Which immediately, like my my gut check reaction to that was, "Well, is is that a game?" And then the huh. other half of my brain was like, "Yes, that is yes, a game." Of course, it's a because game because he's hunting for Easter egg. He's this hunk. Is on the hunt for some eggs, but all these all these lovely ladies really want to want to get him and seduce him and distract him, and he's like, "Excuse me, I'm on the hunt." Sorry, no, no, can do. This is amazing. First of all, click that buy button for your boy mm-hmm. and hook me up. Uh, th- that is a very, very, very good T-shirt and a very good idea for a video game. Yeah, because like, uh, do you ever play? Do you ever play like a, a big MMO? You ever get into any kind of MMO? No. You hit a point in those games. I played a bunch of EverQuest and I played a bunch of World of Warcraft. You hit a point in those games though where like the game stops being the thing you do. And so like I've seen people do some really interesting stuff with the stuff inside those games. Uh, there was a guild on the EQ server I was on like way back in the day that was a theater troupe. And there was like an area in uh, uh, Freeport, I think was the town, that had kind of like a small stagecoach on it that was uninhabited. It was just like a piece of set dressing. But they would use it to put on shows. Uh, and in World of Warcraft, like people just like put together scavenger hunts and races and stuff like that because the fucking game back in the day, like there was nothing to do, so you had to make your own fun. And so, like, I I liked like when people would do like a little scavenger hunt that was worldwide. And how about just like an Easter egg hiding game? And while you're just like looking around, you might date. You could date, I guess. You can, but it's it, it'll but cost really you. you shouldn't because it's fucking Easter egg time o'clock. 
you need a, you need your full focus. I can't date you right now. I no, gotta find the, I gotta find my eggs. This push and pull that you're describing is really interesting to me because the the protagonist of Sorry Ladies, it's Easter Egg Time. Is he interested? I, the, the the name implies that he's just he is completely disinterested and he's fully focused on the the eggs. So where does that? How Can do it we be, strike that balance? Why not, let's first of all let's be inclusive. Let's strip the let's strip ladies out of there and do like Sorry Babe, and then it could be. It's gender neutral. You know what I mean? We don't want to yeah. cut half the half the audience off. That, well, first of all, that would make the game fifty percent easier. You know? Yeah, I guess that's true. It was just gonna, ladies. You know? Yeah. Um, sorry, babe. It's Easter egg time. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is a push and pull, but really, like, I think it's a loss. It's a it's a failure condition in this day and age. Mm. If you if you if you date, if you end up going on a date and you fall in love, and you get married, and you have two kids, and the kids grow up to be very successful, and you get to retire at like sixty two. Because uh, you were like on your grind and your 401k was like just blossoming. And then you die at like 96 with like great grandchildren who love you very much at your side. And then you die and it's like game over. You, it was Easter egg time. You're right. On and your, you didn't. I'm imagining this this man a little a little older, a lot older. And he's on his very death egg. And, and he's just thinking. Did you say death egg? Yeah, he's on his death egg. <laughs> it's, he's Dr. Robotnik <laughs> Jr. He's <laughs> flying around and he's just regretting like... Fuck. I really Fuck. wish I had focused. I mean, I'm so happy. Like, my family is so great. I love them. I would do anything for my family. Mm. But but it was Easter egg time. It was and Easter somebody egg else, time. someone else didn't date and got my eggs. Got all the eggs. It's family time the other 364 days of the year. But on this day, it's Easter egg time. Damn it. He just didn't have the self-control to not start a family with his... Are they his competitors? Is this multiplayer? <laughs> Are you trying oh, to definitely. Resist? It's got to be. It's, it has to be online, an interconnected, evolving world. Like Hideo Kojima keeps talking about, uh, you know, wanting to, wanting to make a game about, like a multiplayer game about tying people together instead of pushing each other apart with sticks or whatever. Maybe this is what he meant. Maybe it's like a simultaneous. You're competing to get the eggs, but you keep falling in love with the other multiplayer yes. characters and your your so, your biggest obstacle is that you love each other so much and the, and the deep like disheartening message here is that there's just never enough time to do everything because the people who get the eggs are like i got all the eggs yeah i'm having a sick egg party by myself oh wait by myself now i'm on my deathbed well, surrounded by over I mean, my death yeah. egg surrounded by all my regular easter eggs my not death eggs and boy i'm just so lonely Could meanwhile you- i'm over here with my family having a great time and then my son comes up and is like daddy can i get an egg and i'm like oh no, no. sorry son Sorry. Maybe, maybe, maybe Uncle Billy can give you an egg because he chose to be a career-oriented young man who focused solely on egg hunting. He's, you know, he's not going. You know, those egg players are going to be dicks about it, though. Oh, big time. Well, while you, while you were out dating, I was mastering the blockchain. <laughs> uh, do you, do you have any, uh, any submissions? That's my favorite picture. Yes, of course I do. I have many, many submissions. Mm. Um, mean Bean Machine. Meme, meme Beam Machine, Barrier barrier Trio, having some trouble with it, uh, suggests Shinmu set in the universe of an early 2000s gaming webcomic. Okay, all right. So this is, they're, what they're talking about is a, a you're, you've got your, like a Mega, mega Tokyo situation. Well, I guess that's not gaming. It would have to be more like a, Dude, like a control all delete. Control all delete, like, uh, like early aughts, Penny Arcade. Uh, uh, this is quickly going to turn into how many gaming web comics can we? Yeah, PvPvP. Now, is uh, there is there a VG Cats component? VG Cats. Oh my god! It's been a minute since you thought about that, huh? 
It's been a it's been a grip. Um, I used to cover these for Joystick. I would do a weekly webcomic wrap up, mm-hmm. and sometimes like I'll just go and look back at those um, and be like, "Wow, I used to read like nine different games webcomics every day." What was I doing? I mean, it was you know, I turned out okay. That was a lot of time I was dedicating. Uh, I, now, Griffin, I am on Control-Alt-Delete's website, and I have clicked the random button. That, that, so that's still running, huh? Yeah, they got it. It's got a kind of a nice new fresh layout. Uh, they're, they're, they're on Patreon also, which I did not realize. Um, but in this comic, uh, it's, it's showing, I'll just tell you what happens. Uh, top scientists boil the brains of gamers like you and I, because inside the brains are the blueprints of everything a gamer wants, and then they grind up angels into paste because that's to get the magic out then they roll the ingredients flat and that's how halo 2 is made is what ethan says and then and then his his xbox robot says no not the not the fairies and angels um (laughs) so it's a kind of a halo 2 reference i guess uh when was this i guess when was halo 2 published right that that tells you the the real the real doofa doofa we shouldn't. I don't think we should base uh, the video game we make on Control Alt Delete, though, because just like financially speaking, I think we'll probably end up with a uh, with like a loss. Hmm. Oh, you fucking son of a bitch, <laughs> idiot! You suck. Go away. I liked it better when you were gone and not here. <laughs> stupid podcast. Stupid Griffin. Well, this uh, right. this submission is ruined. So let's do a different one. Um. <laughs> gone now i can't enjoy it here's one from uh, leafy ko on twitter who says whatever the exact opposite of overwatch is so hmm un- under smell <laughs> well first of all i would be extremely good at this video game <laughs> right it's it's a, if it is it's a, a, if it is the polar opposite it's a free-for-all um, where everybody plays one character with mm-hmm. no just a normal flat no butt cheeks no shiny butt cheeks <laughs> on this one character. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're basically talking about Overwatch where, like, nobody plays Genji and... Right, the exact right opposite of Overwatch is a game where people are thoughtful about their team composition. Yes. And choose, uh, they're willing to be a healer when everyone needs one. Um, I haven't played much Overwatch lately. I've been falling off. I think what's going to happen is I'm, the next time they added a new character or a new thing, I will I will do what I did last time, which is I will play for a week and then fall off See, again. Yeah, I slept on it on. for a week after they added the the new the new sniper. Anna. Anna. Um I slept on it for like a week and I hopped back in and I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to hop back in." And by that point like I I felt like I was so far behind the totally curve. You know what's sad? The game like the shooter I'm really psyched to get back into. Uh it's Modern Warfare OG remastered. Damn. Because I mean, like never, I know I know that one. I spent like two hundred hours playing that one. I bet just, I, I bet I'm like, like pretty good at it still. Slipping into some a, a nice old pair of, of socks and then slipping it, into a, a hot tub. You it's know, like very so old like, socks. That, yeah, like comfortable. It just it's simple. There's I, I I can wrap my head around it. Just there's kill streaks. You can you can shoot and you can duck and you can hold the left trigger and down it. and look down the sights. And I can totally I can. There's no there's no summoning ice walls. No, you I don't, don't have turn to deal into a turret. Um. I got one here. It's a picture submission from Swinkus Dinkus, K-Pax. Just like a really good sorry, assortment of names and, and Twitter handles there. Just a bunch of fun uh, syllables going on. Swinkus Dinkus, K-Pax on Twitter, says nothing because it's a picture submission. And it's the, the photo of the cover of a box of a board game that looks like uh, Popomatic Trouble. Okay. You know that one? Yeah, yeah. This one's different, though, because <laughs> it's made by a company named Wilco. And the name of the board game is Don't Torment Me. 
Don't torment me. Okay. So it's kind of like a combination of don't wake daddy and I have no mouth but I must scream. Where- well, except it's not. It's not. And it's not a combination of that. It's literally fucking Popomatic Trouble. Oh, shit. And they shit. just took it. They took it. And it's the exact same game. It's got the Popomatic bubble. It's got the little pieces that you move around in. And if you hit the other pieces, it looks like you probably just bump them back. It looks like it is sold at a Walmart, but it's yeah. called Don't Torment Me. Okay. So it's got, it, yeah, it's got that same Popomatic or, or Sorry vibe. So I think, is the idea that, is the idea that instead of saying, they, like, they can't make a game called Sorry, where you no. say Sorry. They, so their their sort of royalty free version of that is "Don't torment me." And Griffin, you didn't tell me this, but the subtitle of the game is "The Chasing Game That Really Frustrates." <laughs> I didn't see that. It's very small font. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think maybe this is by the same company, right? As Trouble, but they mm-hmm. couldn't call it Popomatic Trouble because, like, maybe because I, I see a a pound sterling sign. This is three pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe in the UK. Like they call like vending machines Popomatics, and right, so they the didn't want to get it confused. I so kinda... instead, it's just "Don't torment me." The chasing game that really frustrates <laughs> their, their willingness to just take everything we know about about marketing and branding and throw it out the window and just put some of the most upsetting and negative adjectives on the box. Of their game is, I think, kind of inspiring because it tells you that you, we don't need to make every game sound fun. You know, it's yeah, kind of, a, kind of an art game. And what I like about it is it's the only game, and I I guess we're just talking about like an iPad version of Don't Torment Me, right? Um, It's the only game that tells you what to say when you have been (laughs) griefed by another player. You know, I, I guess sorry is kind of in the same. Sorry vein. is, I think. There, I mean, there's so, there's some other half ones like you sunk my battleship, but this is this one is giving you a full. It's so explicit. Yeah, just here's like the there should be. It's it would be like if there's a board game called like fucking stop it, Kyle. Stop it, Kyle. This is so frustrating. This chasing it, game has really frustrated me. Or like um, a version of Risk, where it's like. Damn, Justin, looks like you used all your troops attacking me on the first turn. Looks like neither of us are going to win, you piece of shit. <laughs> we, yeah, it was a bad move for you and a bad move for me. For me. So we're both going to lose. Way to make us both not have fun tonight, ass. The game. The, the, the war game that really frustrates. That really frustrates. I, I, like, I don't think a video game would ever have like a quote from a review on the back of the box. Like, really frustrating, IGN. Like the, I just don't know that that's... That doesn't fit with the conventional wisdom. No. Um, if we're going to do Don't Torment Me, I think we throw out the fact that it's just trouble and we make our own game about about not tormenting each other. Hmm. I mean, was that just like, is it a game like Rust where it's it's kind of a self-control experiment? Like everyone has all these weapons and and uh, objects of, of, of uh, pain that they could inflict on each other, but they choose hmm. not to do Ooh. it and... You know what I like about this game? The opportunity here, Nick, Hmm. is we create a little honeypot for pieces of shit (laughs) to come and play. So, like, I used to to enjoy playing Rust, but there were so many fucking assholes that would play Rust, it literally ruined the experience for me. So if we made a game called Don't Torment Me that was just like Rust, but because the game is called Please God, Please Don't Come In Here and Bully People, bullies would roll up, be the only people in it, and it would keep them from playing other games. And I love that because I think what we would do is we would build the most spectacular uh, moveset 
for trolling other players that had ever been built. You can like, if someone has a, they can build a whole beautiful, lovely castle and structure and you can just click on it and delete it. Uh, but yes. the, the beauty of this Griffin is that they would just, it would just be bullies bullying bullies. That's sort of a uh-huh. hell of their own design, which I think is very poetic. And it, it would actually make every other video game better. This is um, very good. This is very good. Um, would you like an, another idea? Absolutely, I do. Okay. Uh, here is one from Timothy Drowhard, uh, Casual Tim on Twitter, who says, I know this will be controversial, but pinball, but with raw meat. <laughs> so I'm, I'm picturing... So- I'm picturing basically blood splatoon happening inside of a pinball machine where you kind of your goal is is twofold. You do want to hit those bumpers and get that get that multi meat combo going. Is uh, the ball meat? Is it a meat ball in a regular machine? I see. For whatever reason, I was picturing just a hunk of a small hunk of steak, like a one inch by one inch square of steak that's really sliding around the inside of this pinball machine, going up the ramps. Uh, Maybe there's a maybe we have a fun gimmick on the board where some fire comes out. You can cook that meat. Oh, that is fun! And then it pops out of the bottom of the machine, and you have to eat whatever comes you out. Have to eat it. It's so like better... a Benihana pinball machine. That's very good. See, it's... that's really great. We and you, oh my god, out. fuck this! This the, the idea could be expanded even more. Where your your ball isn't meat. That's ridiculous, and it wouldn't work. No. But but you put. Uh, not a quarter. It would have to be like five bucks, right? You put five bucks in the machine, and then based on what you hit, food pops out of it. Right. So like okay. you get it, you aim it for the onion rings. Pew! Yeah, got it right in the onion ring, and a single onion ring falls down into the hole. We're which is not five dollars for. No, 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 no. I'm saying, but but then you keep the game keeps going. Oh. I got the onion ring multi multi ball. That means like three Swedish meatballs falls down, and you get that on your plate. At the end of the game. So a good player can really stretch their $5 and just feed their whole family, presumably. Because they've got, like, a, I'm imagining they have a nice tray laid out under the machine. And just they're really, all the everyone else in the arcade is gathering around to watch this expert. They're just, like, really yeah. min-maxing. When they, all when they hit the, the three bumpers at the top and it's just ping-ponging around up there, each time, a little individual kernel of corn. I like that. Or a pea or a grain of rice. <laughs> or a grain of rice falls out of the machine. Cooked. But then, Cooked, yes. Or uncooked maybe that's a thing you have to do like maybe maybe at the end of the game your score is how much it gets cooked i mean you go too high it's going to be destroyed and burned i love that that's the thing i don't want to get away from is the idea of you're using pinball flippers to uh manipulate actual raw food and you're getting it into like you're you're knocking the rice grains you know how sometimes a pinball table will have uh, the the Family Guy pinball table has a great example of this. Uh, Why do you know this? Uh, I went because I went to the beach in North Carolina every year for f- like ev- two decades, and I have spent a lot of time playing shitty pinball that's covered in sand. Uh, just it's got that smaller pinball table within the pinball table. I'm imagining that there's an okay. extremely small one that every time you hit the the rice bumper, a small piece of rice gets in there, and you're kind of knocking it around into this little cooking area where it's being steamed. Sure, uh, sure. So and if, a, the, if the ball is a literal, like, meatball or, like, a little corn fritter, right? Right. And then there's, like, a frying pit, like, right in the middle of yes. the table. And then you... Seems so And then good. I guess you would have to get a new ball at that point. Is there is there some component of it, too, of, like... I want there to be a, 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 if you get a real, there's a really tough skill shot to nail, but if you nail it, there's like a dessert spinner that can happen at the top of the screen. I just, I want, here's what, how I want to balance this, Griffin. I want to balance it like, like an actual arcade game where, 
there's a high high skill, so easy to play, hard to master, right? So your first time in, you might you might screw up. Your 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 sliding around piece of meat might fall into the bin, and you only yeah. get like half of a a sweet roll or something. Right, uncooked and doughy. Uncooked, that's just a, a bad piece bake. of dough. That's, a, that's not that's a good a bad one. bake, Mary. Don't eat that. You don't want. <laughs> it's a very the bake is poor. Um, man, this is this is strong stuff though. Does this go? Are you picturing this being in arcades, in restaurants, or in a restaurant? Like, I think we could have the, this. Could be the restaurant of the future. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's um, no humans needed. I like like a uh, like a uh, conveyor belt sushi place where there's like some where the the plates have little. Uh, tags on them and they you can do like a little lottery thing when you scan the tags in when you're, mm-hmm. you're checking out at the end i we I gamify my food please it's like the only thing i haven't gamified yet it's the only thing left it's the it's only the thing, only thing left um this is a good idea let's let's move on yeah put a you pin in speed, that you want to speed round it yeah sure uh i have one here from juan of the dead that juan race who uh, says, I don't have a name, but some kind of Richard Scary racing game. I and saw there's this. An, there's an attached picture, and what we're looking at here is a pig riding an ear of corn like a car. Of course we have that beloved worm and his little apple His apple whip. he loves to drive. Um, there's a mouse driving around a pencil. Mm-hmm. There's another mouse in a pickle. There's a monkey driving around a banana. I love that. There's some sort of red monster in an egg. <laughs> I think it's a hen. It is a hen, yeah. Uh, and then what we're looking at there is a pig riding around. It's in a hot dog. Which, in a hot dog, which is cruel. Probably the most controversial character yeah, in this game. Yeah, it's like you're riding around in a husk. Also, of, I'm not thrilled about the fact that this hot dog has one bun and only has mustard on it. I think there yeah. was a one of Richard Scarry's uh, ghost ghost illustrators had a darkness Sorry, in him. Did you say Scarry? Scarry? Scary. Richard Scarry. Scary. Well, I'm I think Richard scary my whole life, and if it's mm. not scary, I'm a, I'm, I'll be humiliated. I think Richard Scary drew all the other ones, and Richard Scary drew the pig and the hot dog. I see, I see, I see. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, I want to, I want to be the worm, and just like put a spoiler on that apple. You know what I mean? Oh, some customization some, like, elements to it. Oh, absolutely! Like, t- like uh, a straight up Need for Speed Underground, the best racing game, mm-hmm. where you like put those lights that go underneath the car. I guess so. If you drop your keys, you can find them easier. Oh, the that's lo- the only reason lights? I can. Yeah, I think that's why people put those on there. Those blue neon things. Yeah, they let you let you really look around. Because what if some you know something rolls under your car? How else are you going to see it? Uh, so this is we're, what we're talking about is a is a video game adaptation of cars and trucks and things that go. But I I think it's important that it have the fundamentals be there. I want it to be a good. I want it to be the best kart racing game you've ever played. Because let's be honest, getting out from under the stigma. Of being a Richard Skyer based racing game, yeah. that's going to be tough. Why is that? People are going to think it's just oh, this is, this is kids bullshit. It's a I'm not baby play game. This. I mean, if yeah. if Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing Transformed Remastered Two could can do it, I think we can't do. Oh my god, I'm remembering now that like cars and trucks and things that go had every time you turned the page it was like a different set of vehicles so like there was one that was just showing a construction site that had no, a street there's washer so many different there's so many cars excavator pipe layer tractor pipe layer bulldozer there's a five-seater pencil car which is not real but it's a pencil with five mice sitting in it that's fine that's good stuff and there's some perilous shit too going on griffin like oh here's no a, here's a quote from the the book right now water is flowing into the pig family's car i think someone had better fix that nozzle don't you so it's kind the of the pigs a, will drown. Get them yeah, the fuck out of will. there. It's a kind of a saw trap. So this is something for everybody. Um, here's a submission um, 
from Kudome Halloween, uh, Cyber Dada on Twitter, who says, Wario teaches typing. I don't think he'd be a very good teacher. No, because first of first all... Of all right, first of all, I don't think he can type. I don't think he knows how to use a computer. <laughs> right. It, it would make... I mean, it, historically, in the WarioWare canon, he does tend to outsource most of the, the development to other other people, and then he takes credit for it. So it seems likely to me that he's he does not know how to type. I also think he, it would be problematic that his you you know he would not be able to resist making every single keystroke like a fart soundboard oh, yeah. uh, so when you're getting up to like 90 100 110 words per minute it's just it's poot city coming out of your speakers and that's I not think really he, any fun. i think he probably has a twitter account but there's only one tweet on it and the tweet is simply best foods for farting because he thought it was a google <laughs> he thought it was google um what you got I have one here that I had kind of a love-hate relationship with because I liked it and then I didn't like it and I liked it again and I was like, this is crazy. I just need to commit to it because it's a photo submission from Nate, Nate Noah on Twitter um, and it's a sweater and it's it says in big block letters, I love my wife, but between I love my life, uh, I love my wife, in small letters, it says it win. So, and, and then it says something at the end of that. So, it says, I love it win, it win. my wife... Let's me play the banjo. <laughs> okay. And this that's, thing is just like a twist and turn. Because you see it and you're like, I love my wife. Oh, that's a sweet shirt. Wait, really, I love it when my wife, oh no, it's going to be dirty. Yeah, it's like the prestige. Like the second time you, you walk, work through it, you're finding all these little hints. Like it's, there's really a layered story going on. But also like, what's this home life like? Like, but Why is his wife play, restricting his stop? banjo? Not even, it's not even that he's playing it for too long. It's that... It's whether or not he'll get to play the banjo at all is on any given day. It's a coin yes. flip based on her mood. Unle- unless this guy's just a total fucking weirdo because he's like, "Hi, baby, do you mind if I play the banjo?" And she's like, "Yes, of course I don't mind. Play the banjo. I've never minded." <laughs> he's like, yes! I'm so grateful. So yes, she said yes. Everybody. He's. I'm imagining that in the form of a Facebook status for some reason. Like, hey, everyone, big announcement. She said Susan, yes to let the me banjo. Play the banjo again. Like, I, it's not a big deal. 500th day in a row there was like one day two and a half years ago where she kind of had a headache and she was like i'd rather yeah. you not i actually rather you wouldn't do it today today thank you for thank you for asking me today i have oh, a suggestion no. here that i have a suggestion here that might actually i'm really into the uh cooking uh pinball game yeah but i'm really into this one too okay uh it's from darian hyper inuyasha on twitter and the suggestion is competitive multiplayer game where kids have to gather resources to build up snowmen that fight the other team's snowmen. Ooh. This is this is good. I think we could take it even one layer deeper what you, and what have it got? be uh, like a, a first or third person team based shooter, big team battle where it's all in a snowfield and you, you have to go around and you could maybe be infantry, maybe you just scoop up some snow. And you use it as snowballs to throw at other kids. Uh, or you scoop up snow and you take it back to your home base. Maybe you pack it into the snow fort to make it like more resilient. Or you pack it into a snowman. And then that snowman, after a certain point, comes alive and just marches through the battlefield. Got it. So it's kind so of a kind wave of, Kind of MOBA element to it, I guess, a little bit. Right. Uh, and when you say kids, you're playing as kids, right? Yeah, I guess it could be kind of a Splatoon aesthetic, right? Like, no one right. knows what those squids really are. That's what I'm hoping for. Are you a um, squid? Are you a kid? Like, tell, just like, please tell me the truth. Be honest with me. Uh, this is a good idea. It's it seems like a it's very clear where it would go mechanically. You've got kind of a split down the middle of one big snowy field. Yes. Uh, there's some pieces. If you're if you're a dirty boy, you can put a big hunk of ice in your your snow. I don't know if we would allow that 
I mean, I guess we had to allow that. Well, functionality keep in mind, we're not. In the it's end. not snowball building. Although maybe you can throw snowballs at the other. That's like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you can. That can be one of the roles, right? So you can be a snowball, a snowball thrower, or a base like constructor, or a snowman. Maybe the snowman is also. It could be like a mech that you drive around. Oh yes, that could be some. That so would be a that pilot some class. Yeah, you could build like really small snowmen that just like run up and just sort of bother the other team to distract I like that. them. Kind of a tracer vibe. Sort of a tracer vibe. And I, maybe it's not class-based, but we could be, like, the class could just be, like, a boy who brought a shovel from home. Mm-hmm. Boy with a garbage bag that you he can carry kind of a load out. snow in. Now, the, yeah. boy, the boy who is supplying the corn cob pipe and the button nose and the eyes made out of coal. That boy he has got some very specific little, resources he brought from home. Yes. Little girl with, like, a dope-ass toboggan that, like, protects her from getting no-scoped in the dome with snowballs. Immune to headshots with you're, this You're talking about... Griffin, you're talking about a snowscope. Whew. Yeah, that, I mean, that is what I'm talking about. We can get sleds. I, we haven't even talked about sled functionality. Oh, fuck. I want it to feel exactly like... Uh, what was that game? Not. It's not called Trials. It begins with a T. Tri- tribes? Tribes. I want a, I want a tribe-style skiing mechanic. Uh, although you could get on a sled with multiple kids, but it makes you a very big target. Yeah, so maybe like maybe maybe this battlefield is like a big basin, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can get on a sled on like the lip of this basin and just like do a strafing run of the other team. I love this. I also love this because there's not a ton. the The nonviolent shooter space in in 2016 is basically just Splatoon, like, and that's it. Right. We and have the an customization options here. are like so wet and wild, like so many like coat, jacket, hat, glasses. One of those cool like ski masks that covers your whole head. And that's just for that's just for the kids. What about the snowman? The snowman, like, yeah. How many balls? How many balls is this thing going to be made out of? Oh, I've never seen one over three. That's the thing. We could go way over three. We could have a sort of one that looks like those spiky cactus guys from Mario, where it's just it's ten spheres on top of each other, kind of wobbling left and right. Yes, that could be a powerful snowman. What do you use your sled for? You've only got the one sled, right? You can use it to like carry a ton of snow back. Or you can use it as like a vehicle Ooh. for like several people like get out on the field. I like you can build that. little snow banks uh, anytime you want. Maybe that's what the kid with the shovel does. Can build a little snow bank and then you have cover. You can use it as cover. You can use it for snow denial if you, you use if it for, you pack yes. it in really densely on the like you can because I, I want it to be like uh, you can go on the other team's half of the field and start start messing them up real bad if you want yes. to. Sure. Or and this is great. Get some of that South Park humor in the game. You can. He's gonna ask about PP. Yes, dude. I love that shit. And then you, I know you do love that yucky, yucky snowballs. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine? You can imagine the PP snowball. It'd be so yucky and therefore very funny. Maybe one of the player characters is like Kenny, like a poop, (laughs) a poos of poop, and then also Kenny from South Park is cameo. Kenny from South Park is unlockable for a (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars. Um. That's a pretty good idea too. I think that that should go right next to our our meat pinball thing for ones we put a pin in. Uh, I got a few more that I want to get through real quick. Rapid yeah, fire. Uh, Tyler Max says Slim City. So I'm imagining uh, a very 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 tall and skinny city that you're building up into the air. Uh, okay. I mean, we're just talking about Sim Tower at this point, but that's fine. No, Griffin, this is an entire city. Okay. This is this. You need to have vertical roads. To get from one one city to the other, I live in San Francisco, which is like a seven mile by seven mile square that we have somehow packed 
like a Los Angeles sized number of people into. And I want to take that to its logical extreme where it's like you've got one like a half mile by half mile and you have no choice but to build straight up in the air. So it's like it's a city building and management game, but there's also a balancing component with it where you you set that thing off kilter, your whole city fall down and that's bad. Um yeah, that could be really, really good. Um I would also be interested in a move like doing a, a video game based on uh what was that movie High Rise where just like the whole world population lives in a single like apartment building or a snowpiercer where you, the everybody the whole world has to live in a train so you train, can design yeah. it but it's it doesn't have to be like all shitty and bad it doesn't have to be all bioshocky it okay. can just be like i built a nice train that the whole world lives it's like in. what they were trying to do that when the people who built the train in snowpiercer were trying to do is make a nice one no i think they were just trying to be dicks from the outset cause yeah because they did have they very classes the they, they had do. like yeah. fancy they had a fancy person zone in the front of the train and then they had a poor person zone where you have to eat your own arms Yep, good. That was this is a good, good design um, we've got going. Now there's a there's a Twitter user named Gake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Do you think an, it's him? Well, it says Gake Gyllenhaal. That's so, the perfect disguise, dude. I guess you're right. It's the last person I would expect. Uh, Griffin, a game came out called Virginia while you were yes. gone. Uh, yeah. And and what Gake is suggesting is West Virginia. So I don't know anything about Virginia the game. So I don't mm-hmm. know what a rich vein. It's like it's, an adventure. It's like a quiet. It's, it's I'm a, guessing it's a quiet contemplative adventure game. It's a cinematic, artsy, kind of vague and, and a little confusing thing with a lot of like jump cuts and a lot of. It's it's an artsy. It's an artsy game. Okay. Artsy fartsy game. So I guess just like for West Virginia it would be maybe like a mod where you would make the trees like a lot prettier and okay. the pepperoni rolls would taste much better and be much more plentiful. Is that what y'all those are the two things that you're it's on the flag I guess? Those that's what West more Virginia is. Li- yeah, it's just a man looking at a tree while eating a pepperoni roll and he's just like, "Damn, what a good tree." That's a good tree and this is a good roll. Um here's one from uh, Mario Panagetti in Panagetti uh who says jet grind radio ar draw graf- graffiti over real life surfaces with smartphone touchscreen to control territory okay okay uh, i love that i love that this person has specified that it's it's jet grind radio and not jet set radio future because jet set radio future the one major downgrade in that game was that the spray painting mechanics were way worse it was just like quick time events whereas in jet grind radio you got a fun you got a degree of sort of analog control sure uh that that i think we, we really want to tap into for this this spiritual successor you so explain the phone component to me again it says draw graffiti over real life surfaces with smartphone touchscreen to control territory. I don't like that. What I like better is you have to get right up against the fucking wall and like maybe hold down the power button on the phone and like move it left to right vigorously like you're spray painting something. I like that. And then it's using the camera to kind of augmented reality uh, track what you're doing. And then yes. the next player who comes through and looks at that wall, they're like, oh, this looks like a good tag spot. They open up on their phone. They look through that that camera lens and they see your your tag you already got up you already got up on this one you already get it up uh what is your what's your tag again griff i know you've been doing a lot of like graffiti stuff lately uh in in austin and i'm trying to remember what the tag is that you've been using so it's funny it's actually just the jimmy john's logo yeah that is funny that is funny let's let's dial into one of our two game ideas okay. i'm curious which one you're more excited about the pinball I, cooking game or the uh snowball moba the snowball snowba the snowba is a better fuck but now we have the name snowba well the thing is i don't actually i mean it's going to be it's going to be more like a snaragon than a snowba because i'm imagining this being a first person thing that's that's the better game 
Uh, but but like meat pinball has the ability. No, it's got to gotta be meat pinball, right? Like we got to we got to chase this. Yeah. Okay, you get. Let's augment it. Mm-hmm. Let's augment this reality. You get three three rounds with a typical pinball game, right? You get three yeah. balls. Three balls. What if each one represented a course? Oh, so you pay you maybe you pay like twenty bucks, right? Pay twenty bucks. You put twenty dollars in the vending machine or the pinball machine, and then the first round appetizer, and maybe you like crush the appetizer, right? You're just like you shoot the you shoot the maybe it's a little carrot ball into the garden zone, yeah, and it's just like lettuce, 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 lettuce. What's that? Going for the ranch tower? You knock it over, and you get like a good salad going, a big, huge, good salad. Really you get one. that first that first carrot ball lasts you. Like five minutes. It's if a you're sick good, run. Yeah. I mean, so you get this beautiful big garden salad, and then round two, meatball pops out. Fry it up good. Bring straight into the gutter. Fuck. So just you have a raw meatball and a big beautiful garden salad, and then the dessert ball comes after that. A baby carrot has such different physical properties and weights to it than like yes. a, a sliding hunk of bloody uncooked meat. Right. Um, and and I mean, we have the potential for those uh those physics to change mid round when you get your meat into the the little cooking zone when you yes flip, pull that the, the little trigger and the flipper knocks it onto the grill it when it comes down from that grill it's going to be a little harder it's going to be a little it's going to be harder heavy. yeah it won't slide as much um I'm let me hit this. you with, let me hit you with this appetizer round maybe you get to pick and the board changes like what you're cooking up and so soup round is just yeah, I, I think maybe you just have a, a maybe it's a, a carrot ball again, right? And the board is just a big pot of boiling water, and there's a bunch of like little toggles uh, f- forming a barrier around this pot of boiling water. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's one for like chicken, and there's one for like noodles, and there's one for like celery, and there's one for chicken stock, and there's one for oregano, and there's one for tomato paste. And based on what toggles you hit. It dumps stuff into the soup, into the round. It just splurts out. I love that. I also, I mean, this is maybe the business part of me chiming in, Griffin. But what I love about what you're describing is the the potential for someone to accidentally fuck up and just be like, "Oh man, I don't, I hate, I hate that ingredient. I hate." I'm, baby aller- I'm allergic to carrots. Fuck. Right. I have to put another twenty spot in the machine and start from scratch. And then they throw that food in the garbage. There would be a garbage can right next to each pinball machine. And they would just throw it right in the garbage can. So nobody would get to eat it. Right. The machine actually, there's a camera on the front of it. And if it doesn't watch you eat that food, it self-deposits it into the garbage and just wastes all the food. Interesting. But but what they don't know, what they don't know, Griffin, is that the garbage can has a false bottom. And all that food gets recycled back into the machine. That's an incredibly good idea. And now we're, now we're, that's, that's, Nick, that's so good. Let me hit you with this. Huh. For the entree round. Korean barbecue. Oh my God. That's it. That's the end of the idea. You just like blasting shit into a big shabu shabu. Yes, please. What would be fun about the KBBQ round is maybe for that round you have a normal pinball and you're knocking around the meats, flipping them over, getting them all grilled just right, making sure all the sides get cooked the way you like them, and then knocking them into a sort of a little side chute where it empties out onto the plate. That's so good. And the best, Griffin, here's the best part. Uh, there's going to be 
I think there has to be an Animal Crossing style real time day night cycle component where when you come in the morning, it's all <laughs> breakfast food. It's a fucking egg. Your first thing's an egg, and it's like, all right, time to pull back the plunger and launch this. Oh god, it exploded. Yep. Yeah, dog. You can't pull the plunger back all the way. It's a fucking egg. What's wrong with be you? Be gentle. Gotta roll that yeah, egg. Be gentle with this egg. Um, KBBQ the- round. We could also the soundtrack would change based on what you're cooking. So KBBQ, we get some some good good K-pop in the mix. Yes. Yeah. Breakfast time. The of course the international music of breakfast food. NPR the ladies. Oh. Okay. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say NPR, but I think the uh, whether whether it's NPR or uh, BNL, uh, I'll be happy. I I just when I'm eating egg and hash hashy browns, yeah. I just want to listen to. I just want to listen to B and L. Yet spin. Time no, for breakfast. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. You want to go a deeper cut? You're saying? Yeah, let's do a deeper B and L cut. Okay. It's the Big Bang Theory. Every time you play the breakfast round, that's very good stuff. <laughs> the, the Big Egg Theory. This is such a good idea. It's really good. It's it's going to be an expensive thing to prototype, but I, I, we should explicitly say this, Griffin, because over the past month we've gotten a lot of people asking, like, is it cool if we make the if like someone was like, I want to make the game that you guys are doing Un- for a game jam or something? It is absolutely okay with us. Can <laughs> we just explicitly okay. say? And, that? I, and I will say this: I fucking dare you to make this game. Right. If some fucking incredible roboticist engineer makes a working prototype of this game in their garage. How much E. coli are they going to get during um, that that dev process? They're going to get a lot. It's going to, like, we're going to have to do some sort of egg proofing. We're going to have to make the whole thing out of Gotham Steel so everything just slides off at the end. Um, what do we call just like, this? Just f- like a flamethrower pops out of the side and just, like, incinerates the inside of the, the machine thing. every time. Yeah. Uh, we need a name. We need a name. Can I tell you a word that I'm just obsessed with and I've been thinking about the whole time? Okay. But it needs like a different, it needs like a thing before or after it. I was thinking about food blasters. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're just thinking about that as a name? You can't get food blasters out of your head? Yeah. So maybe it's just like food blasters plus or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something, something. Now that does sound a lot like nitro blasters. The Z Nitro Plus food, food. What's that game called? Nitro Plus Blasters. I think it's just called Nitro Plus Blasters with a Z. Oh wait, sorry, yes. nope, sorry. It's Nitro Plus Blasters Heroines Infinite Duel. Okay. Damn now it, is right. Super Sonico going to be in our our title? Food Blasters Crisis World. They, I'm a little disappointed that the word infinite isn't in there. So Food Blasters Infinite Crisis World. <laughs> Food Blasters, uh, Infinite Breakfast Panic. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, Are there? Is there an existing pinball? Just because I want to, I want to. We'll write all these down and we'll pick. Food our Blasters Munch Machine, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Munch Machine, or just Mean Bean Machine? Because there's probably a bean round. There will be a bean in it, but I don't want people to think that it's a only bean based game. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik's Dinner Blasters. Are we are we branding it with Robotnik? It would work, wouldn't it? It would work. So, it would work. So it would well. work really good because you're you're kind the- of in in kind of keeping with the Sonic lore. All these animals have been roboticized, and you're de-roboticizing them 
as Sonic, the pinball, yes. knocking them back to their original states as animals, where, <clears throat> unfortunately, you do very quickly eat those animals. Dr. Robotnik, the, the machine changes based on the meal, the time of day, no matter what, changes, but, but depending on what order you uh, you select, right? But there's one constant piece in the machine, and it's Dr. Robotnik, and he's in the back of the machine taunting you, taunting you, taunting you. Mm-hmm. If you hit Dr. Robotnik with the pinball, whatever it may be, uh, I think he gets angry, and he reaches down and takes a piece of food off your oh, plate, and no. he eats it. Dr. And he Robotnik. eats it, and you don't get to eat it. I love that. I love that, but my, my the only thing I can think about is that we're making this less feasible as something an actual human could build someday, and that's all I want right now. <laughs> I, w- I think I think well no because now Sega like we put the ball in their court. Doctor Robotnik's true. dinner blasters with a Z. This is I mean see I've seen the type of projects that that Sega thinks is appropriate for the Sonic franchise. I think our odds are pretty good. <laughs> I think they're pretty good. Yeah. In fact, I think they, there's a real chance they might cancel uh, Sonic Circus or whatever the fuck the next one's called. What's Sonic it called? Mania? Sonic Mania. They'll probably be like, we're going to cancel that one. We just had an even better idea. Sorry, sorry, fans. But do you like food? Do you like having a battle with Dr. Robotnik over the fate of your dinner? Now, is there a chili dog-based mechanic in there? Dog, I think it's the final level. I do I do find Wait, very... Wait, what would the final level be for a pinball machine where you get all your meals? That's like your death row your last, last meal. I mean, well, I think the, the, the honest answer is that it's dessert-themed. Um, but Griffin, I... I gotta be honest with you, I can't get this image out of my head now of a raw, uncooked hot dog in the, like, plunger chamber of a pinball table, like, pulling back on the plunger, and it hits it lengthwise, hot dog style, not, not hamburger style. But even worse, style. you fuck that up, and then in the dessert round, you, you hit Dr. Robotnik in the back of the machine, and he reaches down and grabs this raw, uncooked hot dog and just, like, I'm enjoying this so you never can, Sonic. I love that this whole machine seems built around actually paying out as little food as possible and recycling as much food as possible. We're constantly, we've got all these little areas where we can yank the food out of their hands and put it back. Oh, Dr. Robotnik does not chew the food. He's he's straight up. He, Kobayashi, he has like a cup of water and (laughs) he just slurps up that hot dog. Now I'm imagining it's not a pinball machine at all. It's like an old-timey Nickelodeon where you put a quarter in a machine and an eyepiece opens up and you can look inside while a robot that looks like Dr. Robotnik deep throats up fucking hot dog. I love it. And you get point and you get points for it. And it's called it's called Dr. It's called Dr. Robotnik's uh uh protein fascination. So really really what we've what we've succeeded in creating is not so much this because our idea was very ambitious and I'll I'll be the first person to admit it, but what it's become is kind of a fun little uh, novelty thing. You walk up to it, you put in a nickel, you yeah. stick your face in the scope, you see Dr. Robotnik uh, dunk a hot dog and bun into a glass of water, slurp it down, and then I think at the end you get like a super soggy hot dog gets deposited out of the bottom of the machine. Yeah. So really, it's that just be- like it's it's like one of those fun little gumball pinball machines or something, but for a, a sopping wet hot dog. I'm retracting it. This is the, no. I'm reversing, reversing, because the pinball idea was too good for us to abandon it we for can't. this for this what, fucking ex- what dumb is, joke. This extremely specific Nickelodeon fetish, <laughs> which I guess it might be okay because we could probably sell this to one pervert, one rich pervert, for one like, rich pervert for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. The problem is just finding the pervert. Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. Not it. 
I like normal stuff. Nose goes. I'm definitely not into that. It's sure, we sure definitely don't do a podcast where we talk about fucked up Sonic the Hedgehog sex things every week. We definitely didn't do like a four-part YouTube series that lasted six hours where we explored <laughs> a pregnant tales. Uh, anyway, uh, right. so Dr. Robotnik's Dinner Blasters, are we good here? I guess, yeah. If you're attached to the Dr. Robotnik branding, then I, I think that's... Uh, we've that's, talked about it for like ten minutes now. I think I'm pretty attached to it. Yeah, I guess there's no way out. Dr. Robotnik's Dinner Blasters. With a Z. With a Z. I'll put the Z in. And we and just to be clear, it's not Dr. Robotnik's Dinner Blasters pinball. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. It's too that's too wordy. That would be that would be a stupid name. Uh thank you all for listening to Cool Games Inc. Boy, back just, in the saddle. Like, it's like falling off a bike. Um, thanks for listening. And thank you for all your suggestions. Keep an eye out for us to announce the new way of sending in suggestions so as we don't we figure die. It out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thanks for sticking with us during those that long, lonely month. And uh, we're glad you're back. And we'll see you next week. Till then, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. And oh shit, one last thing, Griffin. Oh fuck. One, one last. I know you were, you have you've got the you got the MPF ready to, to come out of your mouth, but I wanted to say uh, we've got a in, since we last did one of these. There's just been so many Cool Games Inc. animations, both from our own oh, shit, our yeah. own Clayton uh, and just a ton of really great uh, like fan made ones. Uh, we've got a playlist on YouTube.com/polygon that just has every Cool Games Inc. animation to date in it. Uh, both ours and and the fan made ones are all mixed in there together, and we've got a lot more on the way. So it's there's some really 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 cool shit in the pipeline, and I I can't wait for people to to check it out. Yeah, go check all those out. They're really great. Uh, all right, this time for real though. I'm Griffin McElroy. I am Nick Robinson. No problem. Fun. Mm-hmm.